who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. This episode is brought to you by Buffalo Trace Distillery. Powerful yet smooth. Contained but never tame. Proudly going their own way, but never going alone. This is the spirit inside Buffalo Trace bourbon. Made at Buffalo Trace Distillery, the world's most award-winning distillery. Buffalo Trace is always perfectly untamed. Distilled, aged, and bottled by Buffalo Trace Distillery, Franklin County, Kentucky. 90 proof, 45% alcohol by volume. Learn more at buffalotracedistillery.com. Please drink responsibly. Welcome to All Things Internet, a show where we talk about things we see on the internet that usually have to do with the internet, and Emily tries her gosh darn it to fact check and research whatever I might find relevant. I'm one of your hosts, Rachel Ballinger. I'm Emily Brostaff. The other host. And I wanted to ask Emily a story or a question about a story that she's about to tell, and then I cut her off so she could tell you guys as well. Last night, I got a, pic, uh, a text from M at about 10 at night, and she's like, is there supposed to be a strange noise coming from your garage? If you don't know our office, my garage is quite large, and I've converted part of it into an office, which is where we office. Um, so Emily, take it away. Yeah, I was, well, mostly I was texting you that because I needed you to be like, yeah, there are totally thuds that come from my garage often. No, I've never Everything heard a thud is in my life. <laughs> no. <laughs> I needed you to gaslight me into not thinking I was going to be, you know? No. Um, yeah, no, I was sitting here. I was finishing uploading some stuff for you to YouTube. And it was like 11-ish at night, 10.30-ish. Because, you know, I know how to time management. And I was in the office with my dog, Daisy. But she gets pills at night to, like, knock her out. Or else she just paces and whines and... It's a whole mess. So she was anxiety, just like mommy. So she was like pretty conked. Um, But I just kept hearing this like thud and rustle coming from your garage. And so in my head, I was like, I I was gaslighting myself. I was like, it's the next door neighbor. They're sweeping at 1130. Yeah, of course they're sweeping. That is the normal time. And they don't have gardeners. They do it themselves. Exactly. And then in my head, I was like, oh, something just fell from the wind, from the closed garage at 11.30 at night. And so anyway, it got so bad at one point that I, yeah, I ended up texting Rachel and I was like, please tell me that there are normal thuds that come from your garage at 11.30 p.m. And she was like, "Mm, how about you leave my garage and take the pair of scissors in the cup next to you? (laughs) I was like, great, I'm going to die. So you went and got Blaze. 
I went and got Blaze because I had Daisy with me, but she wasn't growling. She she didn't even pick up her head, which meant she wasn't hearing the noises. Because even if it was like a rat or a raccoon or something, she would have been growling at the door. But she was so conked that. Yeah. And so I was and, like, no, I'm. And Blaze I, is scared of every little noise that ever happens. Right. So I, I took Daisy inside. I brought Blaze in here. I found your little Swiss Army knife. I held Swiss Army knife. It's a pocket knife that's like three inches long. Found a pocket knife. <laughs> And as I was bringing Blaze in here, I was like singing him a little song. I was like, you will protect me because you love me. You will bite the bad man right in the crotch. Yes, you will. You'll love me. And he was like, oh, we are going to the office now. Okay. (laughs) And he didn't care. He didn't hear any noises. No. And I didn't hear it after that. So either my phone conversation with you or my song to Blaze scared off whatever it was. But I'm going to say it was a rat. I'm pretty sure it was probably a rat like yeah there's no way to get into the garage unless it's through that office door right and I do lock it and take the key at night because you know we sometimes like leave the key in the door Mm -hmm. I like take the key because I am like psychotic about that so So, whatever yeah there's no way into that garage unless you go through that door and there's always a dog or a person in that room so yeah speaking of dog dog of the day is Daisy and she's sleeping next to all of her prezzies that you got sent Th- for your birthday. No, yeah, that's, those are blazes. Yeah, except the crocodilly. Yeah, that one's hers. Yeah. All right. Uh, em, how you doing? Um, good, besides the, the scare. <laughs> uh, but yeah, everything's good. I got through it. I got good, through it. Your dogs are happy. They're, they're sleeping and fed and played with and loved and i might mess everything up i really want to lean against the bed i'm not even in my room i'm in summer's room hold on i'm in mammoth for those just listening yeah i'm in mammoth and i really want to lay against this bed but i gotta scoot oh yeah hold on there we go perfect oh oh so much better better. i have to sneeze a little bit hold on okay right into the mic (laughs) oh God bless me. Thank you. So (laughs) anyway, how are you doing? I'm annoyed because I forgot my over the ear headphones. Oh, and you don't like AirPods. I hate AirPods with a passion and they keep falling on my freaking ear. I wonder if you have weird shaped ear canals because you always say that AirPods hurt your ears. Way to ear shame me. Like I am. Not even maybe yours aren't shaped for AirPods. What it's just what if yours are weird? You have weird shaped ear canals, don't you, little girl? Wow. <laughs> get your ear canals together. Go get some surgery. Uh, and it's, it's 9 a.m. Yeah, I'm, sure I'm going to go snowboarding immediately after this. Nice. That'll be fun. I'm going to go shred the pow pow. Shred the pow? Did you, like, get some gnarly j- jumps yesterday? I did. Emily, I've ne- <laughs> you got it right. I've never done a jump. And we found a baby park. Yes, it was all just like 10 and under doing these jumps, but I did them and I did a box. A box? Yes, I know what that is. I know what that is. Okay. Did you know? No, wrong podcast. Okay. That's the end of this. Great. (laughs) Anyway, so you're in Mammoth. You're having fun. Yeah, grand old time. Um, And I'm ready to rock and roll onto this podcast so I can go play oh i've already got my vlog posted today em. maybe because it's you... yesterday's vlog but i did it are you kidding me i know <laughs> wow um all right 
We'll hop in, I suppose. Give me the news. Okay, so Candace Owens. I Lit- don't give me the news. Yeah, literal she-devil in human form. Um, if you don't know who she is, she's an extreme right-wing conservative commentator who has uh, her own podcast. And I want to say like her own, I don't know. We're just going to stick with podca- podcast. Um, where she basically uses her platform to spew the most disgusting, racist, sexist, homophobic crap you'll ever hear. So she's basically like the female version of Andrew Tate. Um, so Gross. she, yeah. Um, and just to put it into a little more perspective, she has proudly said several times that racism doesn't exist. And mind you, she is a black woman. Um, that feminism will be the downfall of this country. She has and still does endorse Trump as president. And she has said several times in several different ways that women belong in the kitchen and are there to serve their husbands. So you get the idea. She is literal trash. I truly. Why? I was going to say, I truly, truly, truly believe because she tried to be an actress. Okay, she tried to make it in L.A. She tried to make it in the Hollywood scene. She tried and failed epically. I truly believe. Epically. Oh, epically. I'm just going to like shame her for a failed acting career. Um, I truly believe that she knew at one point in the beginning that this was the only way that she was going to make a name for herself was to say these to be a black woman and to say that racism doesn't exist and to be a black woman and say that women belong in the kitchen and, you know, whatever. I think she knew if she was sensationalized that this was going to be the only way that she was going to be, quote unquote, successful. So I think she wanted fame. She doesn't care who she's getting it from. Or right. Why. Right. So that doesn't make her like a better person. It makes her an even trashier person that she doesn't actually yes. believe this stuff, that she's just doing it for money and attention. She's but, spreading it though. But she's, yeah, she's, she's spreading it. But I, I truly believe it started off as I'm going to do anything for fame and attention. And I'm going to say she gaslit herself into believing this stuff. I'm sure she did. I'm sure she did because she surrounds herself with people who believe that. Yeah. And so when you, you, you take on usually the mindset of the people you're around, if you're not very strong in your mindset. And so if she's around those people and she's like, yeah, it makes sense. Sure. Yeah. And believing this is getting me what I want. So why wouldn't I believe it? Right. Yeah. At some point it's like, what's like reverse Stockholm syndrome where you do this to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, I need this to survive. That's what she's doing. But uh, yeah, so a she's, trauma response. I don't know. Yeah. She so gave she, herself the trauma. She really did. It's the meme where the guy's riding the bike and sticks a branch in his front wheel. And he's like, oh, I can't believe I've done this to myself. Like, that's her. Yes. But yeah. OK, so she's you, everyone gets the idea. She's a trash person, podcast, Internet person, whatever. Um, well, she decided to go after Jojo Siwa this week no. in her latest podcast. Stop yeah. It. Um, and let's just say, go ahead and, and take a seat and strap in because, um, she decided to tell the world that she believes Jojo is not actually gay, but merely pretending to be a homosexual for attention. Wow. Deflecting much? Yeah, think. <laughs> um, okay. One, Jojo was gay before, Jojo's gay. Jojo. Yep. Is the, the walking epitome of gay. Um, inside sources can confirm inside sources can. I mean, I've never, I, I have been, I've known her since she was 12. That girl be gay. Oh yeah. No, no, no. Like, as in like, 
you're her best friend and you guys talk about your relationships 24 7 yes and i've i've been around her while she's had girlfriends i've i've seen i've i'm not i've seen I feel like I have to be careful with my words because she is so much younger than me that people are immediately going to be like, see, she's a pedo- I don't know. Nope. Um, anyway, no. JoJo is, is I, there are yeah. some people that you're like, it would be, you're dumb if you're not. And <laughs> JoJo be gay. Yeah. I love watching the clips on TikTok of people compiling moments from Dance Moms where she was clearly like, Checking doing out people's boobs. And yeah, doing little gay things. Yes. <laughs> like Jojo like, is one of the gayest of gays, as in yes, I mean that in the highest of compliments. Oh, yes. So, um, yeah, that's what she decided to comment on in this episode. So to start off, I just want to say as a disclaimer, do not go listen to Candace's podcast. No, or look up never the give these people any views or listens. Yeah. Because Don't give them what, any engagement. Exactly. We're going to tell you everything you need to know. And what I'm actually going to do is play clips from this episode so that you can hear it straight from her mouth. You don't need to go watch it. Don't give her the clicks. Don't give her the money. Um, Okay. So I'm going to try and play it through my phone so that you can hear it. And then I'll I'll fix it in post for everyone listening. Okay. Okay. So this is a clip, an actual clip from her podcast. This is Candace Owens speaking. Okay. You ready? I don't believe Jojo Siwa is a lesbian, by the way. I want to state that very clearly. I do believe that she's desperate for attention, and you're not going to believe what she's doing now. But first, let's back it up to just her announcement back in October of 2022 about how she realized she was a lesbian. Okay, so I do have to skip over this clip where she plays Jojo's TikTok because there's copyright music in the background, and I don't want her video getting taken down. That's fine. But I will tell you what JoJo says, and then we can hop back into Candace's commentary. So basically, the video of JoJo she pulls up is from TikTok, and JoJo's doing that trend that was popular a while back where you tell a story over the tune of uh, Super Freaky Girl by Nicki Minaj. Yeah. The one thing about me, me you know. Is da, 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 da. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and JoJo titles the TikTok My Gay Awakening Story. And Billboard Top 100 did a whole article on this TikTok and summarized it better than I ever could. So here's a quote from their article. They say, Siwa revealed that it all started when she was 12 years old and Demi Lovato released their 2015 hit, Cool for the Summer. Siwa says, I really, really liked it and listened to it all the time. I didn't know what it meant back then, but now that I'm much older, I understand and I know what it means. They said uh, that the former Nickelodeon star went on to remember seeing Jenna Dewan perform Lip Sync Battle, and JoJo says she did a really great Magic Mike number, which I also myself watched and rewatched t- at least 20 times. <laughs> she said, I, I pretty much watched it every day. Little me didn't know she was gay until, and then Billboard Top 100 summarizes and says, Siwa then revealed that it, that it took going on a date with a man to come to the realization about her sexuality. Yeah, I was around for that. Yeah. She does not like men, trust me. (laughs) Who does? (laughs) Um, So they said, Siwa says, a couple years later, a man was my first date and he wanted to have sex with me and I did not want to. Never wanted to, grossed out by the thought of it. Immediately knew (laughs) men were not my thing. She was texting me and Colleen and we were like, don't do it. She goes, ew, never. I wasn't even considering it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, she says, women are my gig, gotta go. So you get the idea. Jojo used this trend to talk a little bit about how, you know, the signs were there and then eventually realized she was gay. 
This sounds like, like a very normal gay awakening. Right. And like clearly those weren't the only things that helped her realize she was gay. Yeah. I, I mean, These yes. are just little milestones where when you look back and reflect, you're like, oh, <laughs> I'm yeah. gay. Because didn't, yeah. didn't, she, didn't she say, I was like, I was, I was diving into a little bit last night, but like, didn't she do a whole interview? I'm going to say yes. She did a whole interview where she talked about how she actually realized she was gay when she got with her first girlfriend because they was like that interview on my podcast. Potentially. <laughs> I, I'm careful of this because I don't know what she's told the Internet versus what she's told me. I can't remember. I keep it straight. Um, but yeah, you're when she finally got her first girlfriend is when she was like, everything clicks, which is yes. normal. Yeah. Most lesbians. Yes. Um, yes. So. And then she looks back and went, how did I not see all the signs? Which is normal for most lesbians. When yeah. you realize when you're like, oh, because you explain everything away because society makes yeah. it so easy for being like, girls kissing is hot. That's just what it is. And like, oh, yeah, you can have crushes on girls. It's just like a little girl crush. It's not a big deal. Like, you just love your best friend so much. And then like you find these like weird attractions to girls, but you're like, oh, I just want to be their friend. I just want to be like them. And then yeah. once you realize you're gay, you go, oh, no, I was just crushing on those people. Oh, I, I actually had a sexual attraction to that. And like, then it all makes sense, which is what happened to Jojo, which is what happened to everybody. Yes. And but but like and I, I will say there's a, an Entertainment Tonight article where she did an interview with them. And she literally said, like, I was hanging out with who I thought was my best friend for like a few weeks. Yeah. And. And I was developing these feelings. And then, you know, once we like started dating. Yeah. You know, so she she made it very clear that that once it clicked for her, she's never gone back. Right. Like, and even if she did and then found her way again, like, no, I'm saying but whatever. Like, it wasn't it was it was like such a click for her. that yes. It wasn't even she didn't have to question it anymore. Yes. I feel like that's how it is for most of us. Once that shift happens, we're like, oh. And then it's never like <laughs> and valid if that's adapt. not it because yeah. bisexualness is very much a thing. Yeah. But for her, she is she yes. gay. <laughs> she gay. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. So but like that doesn't make an entertaining story when you're trying to do a trend on TikTok. It's not an entertaining no. story to be like one time in Florida I had this best like no like people want to I hear about had the this best friend and we yeah. flirted all week and I didn't know if it was normal flirting or that I had a best friend. Because I'm, I'm 17 and I've never had a normal age best friend because I've had <laughs> Yeah. So best like, friends were like me and Quilleen and we were like, don't touch us. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> don't even look at us, little girl. Don't look at me. Yeah. So like that doesn't make an entertaining story. So of course you're going to tell the like funny things that you'd reflect back on. Yeah. But, but because Candace Owens literally has half a brain cell, she decided nope this is literal and we need to see it as literal so let me pull up her response to this now that we're how does she read the the bible is the bible literal or metaphor to her oh she reads it literally don't you worry she reads it literally yep okay then Mm -hmm. okay so she pulls up this clip of tiktok um of jojo jojo's tiktok and this is her response to it it's going to be a minute and a half long but it is I, I won't even say worth the listen. It's just you need to. Like, it All is right. that. Before we listen, let's check to see if we have a sponsor for today. Sponsor, sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Vital Farms. 
Isn't it bullshit to have to question where your food comes from? At Vital Farms, you can trace your pasture-raised eggs all the way back to the source, the pasture. On the side of each pasture-raised carton of eggs, you'll find the name of the farm where your eggs were laid. And when you look the farm up on their website, you'll get a peek at all the sunshine, fresh air, and open space the hens enjoy. Learn more and find out where to buy them at vitalfarms.com. Vital Farms, keeping it bullshit free. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, Em, give us a listen. All right. Oh. Okay, so let's just back that up. Three things that made her realize she was lesbian. First, she says that she listened to Demi Lovato's Cool for the Summer song, but she had no idea what it meant. Uh, and, and now she does know what it means. Then she said that she watched Jenna Dewan dancing over and over again to Magic Mike on So You Think You Can Dance. And then she found out later that Jenna Dewan was lesbian. And then last but not least, she went on a date with a guy and the guy wanted to have sex with her, and she was grossed out. And then she realized, oh, that's it. Obviously, I'm a lesbian. One plus one plus one must equal I'm a lesbo, like, or something. And that's, I guess, the idea here is that she suddenly realized she was a lesbian because she had a bad date, and she liked the way Jenna Dewan danced to Magic Mike. It makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. And it's very clear to me that she did that video for attention. She got attention because it's a great way to find a community of victims. And of course, there is no community that. I'm just going to pause. A community of victims? A victim of what? Good um, sex? Apparently. Emotional we're... <laughs> validation? Good style? Hilarious sense of humor? Victims of what? Being drop dead gorgeous? Apparently, we're only gay because we love playing the victim card, Rachel. Wait, are gay people victims? I mean, I yeah, don't understand. We're, yeah, we're victims of the society around us, but like, we're I, victims of people like her. Are we saying that JoJo has gone through many a girlfriend, mm-hmm. gotten lots of hate mm-hmm. for, for it, mm-hmm. and she continues to do this just for attention? Lost. You know what would get her more attention? Would be go back and forth. That would. You that should, would like, get her text, more attention. You should like text be her. like JoJo. Listen, Candace Owens on to you. Yeah, <laughs> since you're doing all of this for attention, you know what would give you more attention. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. I mean, like, can't. Also, I don't. Hate... She's not allowed to say lesbo. She's not allowed to say that. No. Who says that? Not a that? chance. Who says right, lesbo? S- literally, Susan named like 70 year old Susan in her Florida not a, retirement home. Not a, not a chance. Oh um, my God. I hate that this sentence is coming out of my mouth, but Candace is right in the sense of like, we are victims. Like there are multiple laws, multiple people. They're like, there's so yeah, much not working. victims in the way that she's saying it. Yes. Yes. Just want to make that clear. We have so much in this country that is against us and adamantly hates us and like threatens us every single day. But the way that she's implying it is that we're only gay because we love having the victim attention card. Like I... No, literally yep. not even this thing. Um, no, I'm just so upset. And I yep. also think it's hilarious because the amount that she thinks people are doing the same thing she's doing, which is oh, right. 
Yes, projecting. She's projecting <laughs> like crazy right now. I said deflecting yeah. earlier. I meant projecting. She is projecting like crazy onto JoJo. Yeah, right. All right, you ready for the last 30 30 seconds of it? No, but go. Yep. Louder, more worse than the LGBTQIA never-ending alphabet soup community. Now they're behind her, and she does their bidding all the time, and this has become a brand for her. She's a lesbian, guys, and she goes out and she defends other lesbians and other gay people, and nobody's ever questioned whether or not this girl is literally just doing all this for attention. Now, Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe she is a lesbian. Maybe it is true that if you see Jenna doing dancing, you might also become a lesbian. Or maybe it's also true that if you, too, go on a bad date, which all of us have gone on, you might be like, maybe I'm a lesbian. I've been on some bad dates. I might actually be a lesbian. Maybe all that's true. Candace. Is she realizing she's gay in this rant? Is she realizing? She starts, like, breaking down, and she's like, oh, maybe I am a lesbian. (laughs) Okay. All of a sudden, like a Why pride would... parade just pops up behind her. It's so her gay announcement. Thing, this is the thing about us alphabet soup people, apparently. Oh my is god! Is that when someone tells us their sexuality, we say dope because it's none of our business? What? Why in the what? world would we question if someone says I'm gay? Why would we question it? I have never understood why you care. Who we sleep with. Like I that. don't unless it is an unconsensual thing. Yeah. Why would anyone yes. care? Right. Like who do if, you care who we get married to? Who do you care who we sleep with? That makes you gross. Why are you constantly thinking about who is in my bedroom? It's so weird. Yeah. Like why she's like, and no one has questioned this. Yeah. Why in the why in tarnations would we ever question if JoJo were gay or not? What's the point? Like, what is the point of doing that? What is... Yeah. I don't understand why. But why? But Um, why? (laughs) Yeah. So her stupid little rant goes on for another three minutes. And she says more disgusting stuff. Like, JoJo is pretending to be gay as a cry for help. um, That she just needs to find God. That the reason she lashed out at Candace Cameron Burr, you remember that whole situation? Yeah. Where, what was it? Candace, Candace was saying. Candace Burr was saying she wanted, she's going to do the, the Christian network that holds traditional values. Yeah, where they wouldn't allow gay couples to be on there. And, and yeah. then her and JoJo went back and forth. She was saying the only reason that JoJo lashed out at, at Candace is because um, she actually is jealous of Candace and wants to be more like her. And. <laughs> And that Candace is actually her role model and she wishes that that she could be like her, but she knows she can't. So basically, Candace is claiming the only this Candace, Candace Owens, uh, the one that did this podcast, is claiming, you know, in the rest of her three minutes that the only reason that Jojo is gay is because she maybe originally thought it. But now because she's made it her entire brand, she can't get out of it. Because this is her entire brand. The girl so, lost the bow. And that was the hardest thing she's ever done. Well, I was going to say, if she needed to lose the, the LGBTQ plus title, she could. Well, and it's like, do you know how many business opportunities she missed out on because she came out? She is no longer with Nickelodeon. Yeah. I Take cannot that. confirm or deny. Yeah. I didn't. There was just like a thing. But let's just look at the facts. She was with Nickelodeon. She came out and she's no longer with Nickelodeon. Right. 
that is not even an insider thing. Just look it up on Google. She's no Just longer with Nickelodeon. Look it up. Look it up. Like, um, yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't get special privileges when you come out as gay. Like, you no. lose so many opportunities when you do that, especially JoJo, who built her entire career on being the face of a child's brand. Yeah. So there's going to be multiple millions of people who no longer let their children watch you or worship you. Because- she gets up all the time saying, you know, parents DMing her or commenting on her stuff being, I'm not going to let my, my child's yeah. never going to, I threw away, away all your bows. My children are never going to say her name again. And she's like, right. okay. And the amount of brands that allegedly don't work with her anymore or dropped her, like, you know, it's just, there's so much that, she sacrificed in order to come out and be her most authentic self. It's like the, literally the complete opposite of what Candace, Candace is Candace Owens saying. needs to get her facts, figures, and fundamental rights in order because girl <sighs> missed the mark on this one. She, oh, she you really know what did. she did? Candace Owens wanted attention. You think? <laughs> and so she decided to go after someone who gets attention. Yeah. And it worked. We're talking about her. I know. I kind of wish so. Jojo did respond. I kind of wish Jojo hadn't because. What'd she say? So, um, oh, oh, last thing she said, she basically implied that if Jojo continues, quote unquote, down this path of, you know, being gay, that uh, she was going to head into a very dark place, like implying that what, Jojo in between was gonna... two pair of legs. What? What? Hmm? I'm be- sorry, your mic cut out. I can't. <laughs> dark, warm, lovely place. <laughs> yep. Um, so yeah, Jojo ended up seeing, cause Candace posted this clip to her own Twitter and she didn't tag Jojo in it, but a lot of people did. So Jojo retweeted this clip from Candace Owens, which I, I'm like, ugh, because now she's like giving it more attention. I but would advise her not to, but Jojo has a very firm belief to stand up against bullies. Yeah. I like that. Just, yeah. And I guess people would have gone and researched the clip anyway, even if she hadn't yeah. reposted it. But yeah, she said, I haven't watched the video yet, but if it has anything to do with your caption, respectfully back the F off. So she did her little, her little clap back because Candace's caption was, is Jojo Siwa lying about being a lesbian for attention? I like how she's like, I'm not even going to watch this. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I'm too busy. I'm busy making I'm too- hundreds of thousand dollars a day exactly. living. I'm sorry. I can't hear you over my buckets of money. <laughs> Sorry, I'm picking up a new talent as we speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, yeah. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, my God. Um, okay. Well. Do you want to check again? Because we need to restart the meeting. Yes. Let's check to see if we have another sponsor for today. Sponsor, sponsor. Adventure has its own style. It's made of tall trees, unpaved trails, and at the center, the most capable Subaru Forester yet, the 2024 Subaru Forester Wilderness. It comes with 9.2 inches of ground clearance paired with standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and advanced dual-function X-Mode. Discover adventure on a deeper level. The 2024 Subaru Forester Wilderness. To explore all you can do with the rugged Subaru Wilderness family of vehicles, visit Subaru.com wilderness. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. 
You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. All right, and we're back. Oh, man, my back hurts. I'm old. I'm sitting on a floor. That's ruined me. I thought you were going to make a joke about carrying the weight of this podcast. Me? Never. <laughs> Not since I hired you. Fair enough. Cute. Um, all right. What else is on the news for today? Um, I didn't write this down, so this might not be as like cohesive as I want it to be, but it's just because like I read it this morning as I was getting ready, but it's like on topic. So I wish that you would see how I used to prepare for my moms and my podcasts. No, it would drive ATI me nuts. Back in the day, I'd be like, I saw this headline about this thing. My mom would be like, oh, that's so crazy. I'm like, yeah, I wonder what happened. She'd be like, me too. And then I'd be like, okay, by the way, what's a chicken do? And then I got oh, to no. do the whole podcast. <laughs> you know me. I'm so type A about this stuff. It's, I know. I'm the opposite. I don't know how we work well together. Because we balance each other out. That's true. You're like, All right. relax, Emily. I'm like, no, it's not written in the notes. I'm like, uh, the video is perfect. And you're like, no, it needs three more sound effects at 538, 622, and 1091. That's not yep. even a timestamp. I made it up. <laughs> 1091. <laughs> like, all right, well, I don't care. Yeah. Um, okay. okay. Give me the story that you haven't written down. I'm excited to see how kerfluffled your brain gets. It's going to be kerfluffled. Um, so Mr. Beast has someone that appears in his videos often and their name, I still believe is Chris until they choose a new one, or maybe they're going to stick with that one. Um, but Chris recently, someone tweeted a picture of them side by side from Chris two months ago and Chris now. And Chris used to be like what you would envision a stereotypical man to look like, like, you know, has the beard and the scruff and like the mm -hmm. shaggy hair and dresses in quote unquote man clothes. The clothes I wear? <laughs> exactly. Um, and Chris, the picture that they took from just like a week ago or a few days ago, Chris is dressed in like pretty like a, a tight um, long sleeve shirt and some tight jeans and has a clean face and has longer hair. And, you know, like clearly there's like a big visual difference there. And someone tweeted this at him and Mr. at them and Mr. Beast and said, what the f happened like what's yeah. going on here and chris actually i think i want to say this is the first time they've come out and addressed this publicly but they retweeted that tweet or like responded to it and said two months on hrt isn't it amazing how quickly this is happening um so if you don't know what hrt is it's hormone replacement therapy and so chris who used to go by he him is now going by they them pronouns and is in the middle I want to say like it hasn't been like outright talked about, but if you're taking HRT, I feel like it's safe to assume you're you're trans you're in the middle of transitioning. Um, yeah. And and with the clean face and the long hair and like you know I hate saying like stereotypical things, but like yeah, it is yeah, more yeah. feminine and you know um, in our society and, right now that is more feminine. Yes. So um, this whole situation, like that whole tweet and that whole interaction, completely blew up over twi on Twitter overnight. And there were so many people that that tweeted back or like commented on Instagram or like commented on Mr. Beast's YouTube videos. So much disgusting 
freaking yep. hate saying that they were no longer going to let because Mr. Beast, again, just like Jojo, his whole brand is all about like having kid friendly videos. They're very much made for children if you watch his videos because yeah. they're these big challenges that are extreme that like, you know, are meant to captivate. They're very fast paced. He knows what gets views. And it's this yeah. like group of, of kids and teens. And so all these parents and all these children that have these disgusting parents that put this like nonsense in their head are commenting and saying that they're unsubscribing, unfollowing. They're never going to watch his videos again. He's no longer a family friendly channel because he still has Chris on his team. It's, well, it's stupid. One, they aren't talking about it on the thing. They're not pushing their views on anybody. Even if they are, Even if they, I'm saying, listen, relax him. I am clearly on your side. Silent coyote, look at me. One, two, three. <laughs> um, I was saying, but like, because they're like, those people are like, you're pushing your beliefs on us. Yeah. No one's doing anything. Literally just living. And they have every right to use their platform to speak their beliefs. That's right. their platform. I don't like when most, a lot of people use it for, for certain reasons, but they are allowed to use their platform, but also they're not though. They're literally just living. And that is how people should be. Just, yes. you live your life. You shouldn't like, have to have a coming out announcement. You shouldn't have no. to announce anything. Like No, you shouldn't. And like, you just start living. Unless My, like- how I quote unquote came out was I mean I've obviously explained it further because I when I first came out I was like I don't want it to be a thing yeah and I literally was just like I'm, go I'm taking my girlfriend to Joshua Tree for Valentine's Day and that was it that's how I came out was I was very normal just like my girlfriend and I are doing this and I, I later had to I was like okay I should talk about it a little bit more because I realized we're not in a place where it's easy for people to pay, figure out things yeah. one here I was like okay I should tell people my thought process, how I came to terms and like be a little bit more uh, an advocate because I realized that. Um, what's it? It's like it's like representation almost, matters. I was about to say and it's almost like, like you had a duty with the amount of like platform you had and reach and the opportunity. Like, yeah. And an, it, yes. Yeah. And like people could see me truly becoming myself. Mm -hmm. finding my style my happiness and like all that stuff so I was just like all right I like but the way I came out wasn't this grand huge look at me which is fine if people do that that's just not that's just not my vibe and I've I understand people just being like I just want to live and yeah. I want to live as me and not be a big thing and I think that's awesome coming yeah, no out matter in giant what... ways a giant way is also awesome too yeah but I wish like they're not, they're literally not doing anything. They're just living. Right. It's not like Mr. Beast made a whole video about like. No. Like, could you imagine if he made like a giant challenge video about like his friend coming out as like trans or non-binary, yeah. whatever they choose. But, but they're yeah. Just they're just living. They're just living. And like, I get if you want to make like, yeah, whatever way you want to do it. If you, I, like That's if I were to, to come out now, I'd probably make a huge deal about it. Well, I shouldn't have to, but I just no. I love the attention. Um, Candace Owen is going to come on to you. You're not going to do it for attention. Um, and so like whatever way you want to do it, fine. But it's just, yeah, it's really sad that one, it had to be addressed in that in that manner. And two, that he's or that. 
you know, Mr. Beast and Chris are getting so much hate for this entire situation. But Mr. Beast is being like really supportive. Um, Mr. Beast is literally just like not doing anything because it doesn't matter. Right. right exactly. Like that's well, exact. He's just treating them as normal. Yes. Perf- going through life as normal, which is exactly how you should. Right. Exactly. And Chris is married and has a baby. And so there are all these people that are coming forward and commenting on their Instagram and their own YouTube channel and all this kind of stuff, basically saying like, what is your child going to do now? Now your child's going to grow up fatherless and without a male figure. And but good. Maybe they'll be a better person. Like, also, that is degrading toxic- to all of like the single moms whose oh, yeah. baby daddies have walked out. And like, that's not the mom's fault at all. Right. Or women who were forced to have babies without then because they couldn't get an abortion. Or women that like, just like wanted to have a child. Or women on just their have own. A, yes. Yeah. And I know a lot of gay women who just have babies and those babies are great. Right. Like you don't need a father figure. Right. And I've had this discussion with people before where they were like, Well, you sh- it's you should have a father. I'm like, why? Why yeah, what exactly. do you think you could do better than me? And then like, well, when it comes to, you know, like puberty and I'm like, Well, one, I can read anything and I'm Guys, we're not secretive of what was going on during puberty. Right. And I was like, it might be easier to explain, like a man explaining puberty, but doesn't mean I can't do it. Like if I have a son and he's going through puberty, I could handle it. Right. But if I wanted to, I could ask a guy friend to come explain it. Like, right. If you're of not, the- he's not a father figure. He's just a dude that understands puberty. Right. If you're of the mindset that a strapping young lad needs a man a father figure in his life to become a good man he's better off without you because they don't need that kind of toxic masculinity in their life like absolutely not so yeah I just I I feel so sorry for Chris and the fact that like there's just I feel very privileged sometimes that it's very rare that I experience homophobia because I am a feminine lesbian you know most of the time um when I put an effort and so when I go out it's very easy for people not to look at me and be like oh she's gay like I just look like you know a straight- yeah Allie could not figure out if you were gay or not <sighs> it does hurt my feelings <laughs> I'm like I want people no to- one's questioning it for me <laughs> yeah I- someone's could never question my sexuality I want people to look at me and be like oh she's gay but at the same time, I do realize it comes with a mass amount of privilege. Just walk around with your short nails. Right. <laughs> Anyone? Excuse me. Anyone? I'm ready. <laughs> um, so I, I often, as much as I read about it and like I hear about it and I see it, I often dissociate. I feel like I, I put this barrier up, like I dissociate on how disgusting the world can actually be, even though I do read about all of these laws and these people getting hate crimes on it's so easy for me to separate myself from that because it's not like a self experience where I can empathize and sympathize and I stand up for those people. It's really hard to register on a personal level sometimes. And then I, I read stuff like this and like I did read the comments that were sent to them and I did see the tweets and all that kind of stuff. And it just like ended up having this like massive meltdown about it because you just forget how freaking hateful the world yeah. is until it's pushed right in your face and it was just it was so I have sad the you know on your instagram messages there's the ones that were like restricted the yeah. messages that sent to you that's full of homophobic hate towards me oh mine my is God. just filled with that and you know what's and funny like i know I you're look at it right 
you're so obviously like without question, like so much bigger than I am. So you're going to have a lot more people sliding into your DMs and you're going to have a lot more attention than I do. But I have not gotten that. So I'm like, does that just fall back into like, is it because I'm super, not super, but like I'm more feminine presenting than you are. So maybe it's like easier for people to accept or like, it just, it blows my mind of like why they choose to do that because it's so easy. If they're going to send that message to you, why would you not copy and paste it to everyone in your life? That's also like gay, you know, like why would you not send that to Corey? Why would you not send that to me? But it's just, are you feeling a little left out that you don't get? Where's my hate? (laughs) My DMs are open. Do you need me to call you some slurs in your DMs, Em? Like, you feel left out? I feel like it would just add to my, like, personality and humor a little bit. Because, Em, I'm going to tell you it ain't fun. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not saying it as in, like, I'm jealous. But it's just, like, it it blows my mind who they choose to do this with. And I think it goes back to you are more queer presenting than I am yes I am and so it's just a lot easier for people to hate I think yeah Yeah. I'm a very because I'm the type of lesbian that can I whatever a man is supposed to be able to do like whatever Mm -hmm. of the man's purposes in the household I can do all those things and you love doing that like and I love doing in the best way showing off that you're able to do these things meanwhile I stand there I'm like I need a man Because I just don't want to do it. I mean, yeah. Like when we moved the oven in the fridge, yeah, we had men. Our neighbors were very kind and very helpful, and they came over and helped us. And I, you were like, "What would we have done without them?" I was like, "We would have gotten it done. It just would have taken longer." That sounds so gross. That's how I'm like mindset. literally. I'm like waving down the neighbor. I'm like, "Help! We're just three women. Come help!" I'm like, us. "I just gotta get a new dolly, some more rope, go work out a little bit." <laughs> I'm like standing there looking so pathetic with doe eyes. I'm like, "Please come help us." <laughs> Again, just because I, mean, I don't want to do it. Yeah, but I, that, I think I'm a threat to masculinity in yes. the most humble way I could say that. Oh, no, you humble. should be proud to say oh, that. I am proud of it. Yeah. but <laughs> And I think that's why I probably get more hate. Also, yes, I have yeah. a, a bigger platform. Um, yeah. And also my girlfriend's smoking hot, as is yours. But mine's yeah. been around a little longer. And I yeah. think men don't like that I got such an attractive girlfriend because that means they can't have her. Like you were going <laughs> to freaking get her. Right. Joe Bob playing Joe. on your Xbox all day. Joe Bob. Relax. Um <laughs> uh, so yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Well, I had another big news one, but we can just go through the shorts real quick if you want. Just go through the shorts. I want to get to the slopes. the pouds. I need to get to the pow pow. <laughs> okay. Um Kylie Jenner is rumored to be dating Timothy Chalamet. Um, so this really famous pop culture that's, a, ins- that's unexpected twist. It is a very weird combination. It's very Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson of them. Like it's Love just it. it's very unexpected. But yeah, this uh famous pop culture Instagram account called Demoy just posted screenshots of a conversation, um, quote unquote, confirming that confirming is in quotes that Timothy and Kylie allegedly have been, allegedly have been together since January. And Demoy got famous for kind of always being on top of leaking rumors that more times than not end up being true. So people are like kind of banking on this being true. So we'll just have to wait and see. Why do we care? Yeah. Well, some people are like a lot of people online. It's becoming trending because a lot of people online are just like making fun of them. Um, <laughs> so like, wait, don't do that. 
don't do that but don't also do that the tweets tell are me what they said yeah one of the tweets don't said, do it what they say but don't do it but we will laugh we, at it no i never <laughs> no. said i would i just want to hear what they are yeah we're just um we're reporting educating oh we're just reporting, reporting, reporting on the reporting. news yeah yeah um, so someone said the streets are saying Timothy Chalamet and Kylie Jenner are dating. The Jenners are collecting men like I collect Pokemon cards. <laughs> um, someone said that. So, da- listen, Pete Davidson said, stated a thing. He's like, I've only dated 12 people in the last 10 years or 10 people in the last 12 years, okay. which isn't a lot. When your relationships are public, mm-hmm. like you go on one, two, three dates with someone very mel- well might not work out. Right. In the celebrity world, you, if you get paparazzi those three times, people are like, you're dating. You broke up. On to the next one. When that's a very normal thing in, in life. Right. How many people have you gone on a date with and then just been like, ah, we spent like, you know, two weeks getting to know each other and it just didn't work out. Celebrities have to go on like ridiculous dates to like get to know each other because they can't just go to like Starbucks down the street and right. have a little chit chat. So I will say. I'm going to start, I'm going to start standing up for when the celebrities are like, oh, they go through all these people like crazy. And I'm like, yeah, it's just that they're, they're one or two dates is getting paparazzi. And so it seems like yeah. a bigger deal than it is that people date people date. I don't, but people <laughs> go through people. It's just other people. They have other people that are less than me. Um, no, <laughs> people date. That's what they do. And like, also like she hasn't you could been go dating on- around. No, and there, yeah, there's like five sisters. They're exactly. gonna have. Kim Kardashian was married for a really long time. She's only had two guys in the last ten years. They're not yeah. going through it like they they no. really aren't. It just and looks so, like it because there's yes, so many of them. There's so many of them, and like they go on like they have one boyfriend a year, and that looks yeah. like a lot, right? And it's it's not. It's so pretty, I'm just gonna start because like, Pete. Pete Davidson posted that and I kind of looked into it. And I was like, oh, he's right. He's had a very normal dating life. It's just people are fascinated because he doesn't look like the guy that would get a lot of girls and mm. he's gotten very attractive women. Yeah. And so people are fascinated by it. But he hasn't actually had that many. Right, right. He's had a very normal dating life in the world of dating. And I'm just going to state that. But please keep saying all these things. <laughs> Yeah, someone said Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet dating feels the same as when two people from your high school that never interacted started dating like six years after graduation. That one, fair enough. Yeah. And lastly, someone said Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet and Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny because they are rumored to be dating too. I know I know PR couples when I see them. The Kardashians have their new season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians coming soon. Kylie just launched new products for her brand. They need people talking. I could also see that being true. Yeah, I could also see that being true. That's yeah. fine. Also, um, you got to give it up for that, that family. They do not have a type. Oh, I was literally just thinking that. How do you go from Travis Scott to Timothy Chalamet? I mean, they're both like very tiny. Suave. Yeah. Uh, tiny. I feel like that's a little degrading. Not tiny. They're just, they're, I don't know, small men. <laughs> so like, they're like, not bulk. They're not, yeah. they're not football star. They're bodies. very. Yeah, so maybe that's her. I don't know, but yeah, you're right. They really don't have a type. They just Mm-mm. bounce around. All right, but in a yeah. normal amount. In a um, normal amount. <laughs> that means they probably go for personality. Yeah, which is what you're like supposed to do. So, um, nah. all right. Speaking of couples, I mean, we can't relate because our girlfriends are so hot, but like oh their personalities are also wonderful. 
Um, <laughs> speaking of couples, um, al- although the engagement ring is still nowhere to be found, it looks like Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly are back together. They were just spotted mm-hmm. in Hawaii, holding hands on the beach, being romantic. And Megan's Instagram has officially been wiped clean, so there's no post, and it seems like she's starting over fresh. So cool, cool, cool. All right. Um, another couple that the internet can't stop talking about right now is Millie Bobby Brown and Jake Bongiovi who recently just got engaged. So Jake is 20, Millie is 19, and she just recently posted a photo to Instagram showing off her new engagement ring, and she captioned the photo, I loved you three summers now, honey, I want them all. Also, side note, something I did not put together until I was reading like my third article about this, trying to see if I could get like any more information out of this. Jake is John Bon Jovi's son. How did I not put together that Jake Bon Jovi is Jake is John Bon Jovi's son. I thought Bon Jovi was his last name. Anyway, fun fact of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I had nothing to say to that. Sorry. Um, it's, it just, this blew my mind. Um, they're already receiving a ton of backlash after posting their announcements because um, most of the hate is centered around the fact that she's only 19 years old and she just turned 19 uh, in February. The same people were that were probably like over sexualizing her when she was 14. Uh, yeah. But now and, she's too young. Well, people were concerned how over sexualized she was being when she was 14. And a, but a lot. Yeah. But then like, but at the same time, people were over sexualizing her. What I read was that people were scared Drake was grooming her. I I remember people being like, grow up. And then people were like, don't grow up. And now people were like, okay, she's 18. It's all fine. Right. No, you're not old enough. You're not. Isn't that always how it goes? (laughs) Yep. Can't have it both ways, apparently. Yeah. So, um, so, cause she just turned 19 in February. So someone said she's 19. You do you sis, but I was a mess at 19. Getting married would have been at the bottom of my list at this point. And another person said, this is cute, but she's 19. She hasn't even had three summers as an adult. I, I personally think 19 is a little young to get married. Uh, we're still growing yeah. as people. Our brains are still developing. Um, but it might work out. Cool. If it works yeah. out, that's awesome that they got married so young. And if it doesn't. Girl, I just got to say, get a prenup. That's it. Except, yeah, I mean, she definitely has more money than him because of Stranger Things. I don't care because you never know what's going to happen. Get a prenup. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it makes I'm it less sure. messy if you do get divorced. So do what you want. I'm, you're, it's all consenting, but I would just say you, people, I, I wouldn't advise someone that young getting married. Yeah. Um, but. Whatever. I have I have seen it work out. My my cousin and and her husband they've been dating since they were fifteen and sixteen, and they've been together eleven years. My brother and his and his wife Jessica have been together since they were sixteen, and they're both forty now. So it does work out. It can work out, um, but it also cannot. I mean, fifty percent of marriages don't work out. So, God, who gets divorced these days? That's embarrassing. Not you. Yes, <laughs> I'm signing the paperwork. <laughs> um you're still married with a side chick girl what a mistress that my girl that my ex non-ex-wife knows about and is very supportive of and loves what uh i'm getting knocked at the door i have to leave okay 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 that was that was really it all right thank you guys for joining us uh please follow and like our stuff and we'll see you next time with another all things internet Bye. bye 
Thank you for listening to this week's episode of All Things Internet. Please make sure to like and follow our podcast on whichever platform you're currently listening to it on. And make sure to follow us at PodcastATI on Twitter, where you can ask questions and get the latest updates on our show. We love you. Thanks for listening. I'm Rachel Ballinger, and this has been All Things Internet. What does feminism mean to you? During Women's History Month, come explore feminism and how it's playing out in real life with season two of Thread the Needle, a monthly podcast. I'm your host, Donna Schill. I use my background in journalism and draw on women's life experiences to add to the conversation on topics that matter to fellow feminists like you. Now in its second season, listen to new episodes each month as we explore finding yourself through divorce, battling call-out culture, questioning our ideas about masculinity, and discovering why girls' confidence plummets in their preteens. Guests include Stephanie Kuntz, historian and author of Marriage, a History, April White, author of Divorce Colony, and Loretta Ross, professor on white supremacy and call-out culture at Smith College. Listen to Thread the Needle on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.